Hit it. All right, guys. Welcome to episode 40. Dude, four episodes in 2023 for the Dragon Drive Show presented by Summer Racing. This is exciting. We have some cool stuff tonight. We're talking about PRI. Obviously, this is like the the pre-show to PRI. We have Bill Armstrong of Bankshift Billy, and we're going to talk about his PRI setup. And we have another huge announcement here in just a little bit, probably at about the 10-minute mark. So, guys, share this out right now. we got to get more people watching to see this that's coming along. Eric. Hit the intro video and let's get this thing started. Guys, I'm here with Dave Terese, Mr. Energy. Oh, yeah, I'm psyched to be here. Thanks for having me. And I'm. What's going on, guys? Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited about this right here. Man, I'm so excited about tonight, guys. If you don't know, my name is Mike Narks. I am the host of the Dragon Drive show that you're watching right now and the Dragon Drive news that happens on Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern. Uh, I am also a Dragon Drive statistician. I dig deep in all the historical and current stats and promoter, dude. And I, half my day today was spent on the Circuit 2024 event, landing hotels and making sure everything is good to go. And of course, Nothing works on that side when it's supposed to. Uh, Eric, introduce yourself and tell them what you got going on, dude. I am Eric White. I am the co-host of Dragon Drive Show and Dragon Drive News. Uh, I do video editing. I do um, graphic design stuff. I do literally whatever Mike needs help with. <laughs> I'm there. Uh, when I'm not doing that, I'm working on my channel, 815 LSX Swaps, and... I'm back to being a rising creator on Facebook. That thing's so up and down, but I think this is a, I don't know, two weeks in a row again after having a yeah. week off or something. Yeah, dude, that's like eight or nine weeks in a row that you've done that. I want to say congratulations. And y'all, listen, we really couldn't do it. You really probably wouldn't get that without your race car friends. Dude, Absolutely. You, these guys and girls that support us make all of this possible. And I'll tell you last night when I was uh, on the computer at 1 a.m. doing stuff for the PRI show, there was a time when I thought, is this worth it? And I'll tell you right now, it certainly is. Man, we have had a crazy couple of weeks here leading up. And the next 10 days of our life is going to change everything. It's going to be absolutely crazy. I'm excited to, to be in the middle of all this with you. I want to say thanks to our race car friends out there to, to make this possible. You know, you guys, your, your likes and shares, like I talked about a while ago, make all this possible. Summit Racing, Molly Motorsports, Howard's Cams, Sweet Patina, and Racing Junk, our sponsors, love them. They they make this possible as well. They helped travel to at least 13 events this year, and uh, we intend, we're looking at our 2024 schedule, and it's even busier than what 2023 was. So I'm excited to be doing that. But 
man, I, I want to start off the show a little different this time because we're going to get some uh, stuff out of the way early so we can just focus on PRI and what that story is going to be as we move forward, right? So the first thing we're going to talk about, of course, is found on Summit Racing. I was digging around today because the other day I ordered a new jacket for the second co-pilot of Bryant Goldstone. You know, that's part of the world champion package is to get, you know, custom jackets made. So we order those from Summit in a, in like a, I don't know, a Dickies style jacket. It's really, really nice setup. So we're having some embroidery done on those for all those guys. So I was on there the other day. Of course, I had to sneak over and look at the Dragon Drive Addiction stuff. I mean, guys, hats, hoodies, t-shirts, all the kind of stuff they have. They have shirts that they've designed. They designed the hat. It's really, really cool that they have taken up Dragon Drive like they have. It's really because they are Dragon Drive racers as well as sponsors. So it's always a huge plus. But I wasn't looking for that stuff. I, I, I did end up over there. But what I found this time, and this is kind of neat because this is a, like, the old school socket headlights never work right um, and aren't very bright. So I found these diode dy dynamics. I don't know, LED light bulbs that help are going to help you see maybe a little bit, but you don't have to change out your entire setup. Like that was for the rear of the old truck, my 66 C10. I actually converted all of that over to like the uh, lighting system from a 2005 Tahoe that I had dismantled so I could get better tail lights. And, you know, looking back now, these would have probably corrected that. So this the whole diode dynamics has like a 30% off. Um, off of everything in their setup this week as part of the holiday deals over on summitracing.com. So that's pretty cool. I wish, again, I had seen these before. I completely rewired all of my telites. And then the Dynamat company has a bunch of different discounts, you know, 20%, 30% on a couple different things. But the Dynacore piece here is really, you know, a lot of guys, we order the Dynamat, the thick, rubbery Dynamat. We roll that out on the floor, and that helps with heat. But this actually helps a ton more with sound. A lot of guys, when you are putting down carpet, you hear the word jute a lot of time, which is that soft fibery backing on that this is essentially what that is and this comes in um i mean you can see it's like a half inch or one inch thick so this could really add a lot of uh depth to your carpet i know that sounds like a weird way to talk about carpet but instead like it would allow it to have some comfort a uh, little more padding but it is going to reduce a ton of the sound as you're driving along and that is important and this stuff doesn't weigh very much uh, in relation to the non-beating that your ears are taking so <laughs> that's our found on summit racing for this week again i want to say thanks to them for for being a part of this and dude we get to hang out with them next week we're going to talk yeah. about at pri where we're going to be and their booth is definitely one of those spots yep and um before you go on they hit a milestone didn't they dude they did Two hundred thousand subscribers that's been the video we've been playing, you know, recently was Justin in there talking about that they're giving away three $200 gift cards when they hit 200,000 subscribers. And I looked yesterday and they had hit it. So that's exciting. Congratulations to them. 200,000 is a bunch on YouTube nowadays, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yep. So, that's, that's awesome. So I'm sure they'll have a new video coming soon announcing that they hit it and uh, maybe they'll even do that at PRI. Yeah, that'd be awesome. So uh, Susan Goff-Short here is my mom. 
and she is they just ordered their the radiator for my grandfather's truck her dad's truck uh 78 toyota pickup they ordered the radiator from summit direct replacement dropped it right in i mean dude so not only performance parts but also like replacement parts right i mean where else do you find a 78 toyota radiator other than summit racing i mean it's literally the only spot they could find it that was relatively uh cost effective i'll say right and whenever i order from them it shows up to my house in like a day or two tops. Well, dude, it's because you live like 200 miles from a <laughs> warehouse. I mean, they have a warehouse in Ohio. I, the jacket I ordered the other day for Rob Sanders, dude, it, I, I ordered it like last. Uh, I ordered it on Friday. No, I ordered it on Wednesday and it arrived at my house on Friday. So that's like, awesome. how, how does it do that fast? You know, like that's over Thanksgiving, but we have a spot that we have a warehouse that's in Dallas. So I mean, it's crazy. My yeah. mom's three days for the radiator. I mean, like it just, I don't know. Summit Racing, you're awesome. That's what I'm saying. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, our, our next sponsor we want to thank is Molly Motorsports. Guys, we're going to get to hang out with them too. We are working on a time with Eric Grillio and the team, Joe Malish over there to see when we can set up in their booth for just a little bit of a meet and greet. and. Um, Really, I say these are meet and greets, but really they're heckling. Like we're <laughs> heckling people that we know as they walk by the booth. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, so we're setting up a time with them Thursday, Friday, or Saturday that we can go hang out with them. Well, and we might and and might have some special things to hand out when we're at other booths that we're not going to have at our booth. So that's exactly right. That's exactly have, right. You might have to come find us at one of our sponsors' booths to find out what that is. Yeah, well, and uh, we're going to talk about a little bit of the stuff that hopefully you'll get to mess with here in a minute. But let's first play the Molly Motorsports ad as this may be the last time you guys see this ad because we're going to have uh, Eric Destroyer 1320 redo the audio behind it and we'll make a new video. Yep. Molly Motorsports is the official piston of DragonDrive.com. Molly's Power Pack Piston is the perfect candidate for your drag and drive car. Molly Motorsports competes in drag and drive events and supports our community. Project manager Eric Grillo raced a 10-second stick shift Nova at Hot Rod Drag Week 2022. He's also competed in Rocky Mountain Race Week last year with his C10 truck. Visit mollymotorsports.com for the most recent line of products. Yeah, man. Sorry, I'm, I'm messaging uh, Brian Sanford here uh, for the circuit stuff. Sorry about that. <laughs> I figured I could sneak that in real quick. Well, uh, why don't you tell us about what you have now that uh, arrived at your house today yeah so before i do that i do want to thank ryan he when i was talking about the graphic design stuff he mentioned the artwork for Hargett automotive performance i want to say thank you for reaching out to me and letting me do that that was a very cool thing and i appreciate you uh letting me do that for you yeah that's pretty awesome and uh so yeah so 815 has been selling trim rings for a while right and I've been wanting to buy something for the last couple years and it wasn't cheap. So I couldn't really pull myself to do it. But this year I finally was in a position to reinvest some of the money that I made and bought a new product that I'm super excited for. It's not all put together yet. It just got here earlier today, but um, I don't know if you can see that kind of, this is, the com marker, it's a fiber laser engraver. So something I've wanted to buy for a long time. I've wanted to do all kinds of laser engraving 
And this is going to open up a bunch of opportunities for new products that I can sell over on 815LSX, but stuff mm. that we can now create for drag and drive addiction as well. Yeah, I'm really excited about that because one thing you don't know is that we're going to utilize that quite a bit. <laughs> you may already know that, but uh, that's definitely going to be something that we're going to use because that allows us to. So right now we're having Travis Wise at Revved Up Laser Works do you know the trophies for the Dragon Drive Awards, right? And I'd planned for him to do some other things, but then that creates this whole other deal. Like if I find something that I want to buy that we can award to a racer during the year, you know, then I buy it, then I send it to him. He sends it back to me. Well, in this case, you can buy it and just print it and then we, you can ship it to me and I can give it out. Or if you're going to be at an event, you can just bring it with you. So it's going to be right. really, really cool. We have a lot of plans. What is the, uh, like, what's the first thing you think you're going to do with it? Well, I've got a handful of stuff that they sent with me to test on. And just looking at the, the little pamphlet they sent here, it can mark metal, gold, and silver, copper and aluminum, plastic and acrylic, painted wood, leather, and stone. So Dude, that's maybe, a pretty maybe impressive. Maybe we do some, we do some Dragon Drive Addiction gold bricks. That's, <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's but, what we need to do. But just some things that they sent with to test on is just some metal business cards, which I think will mm -hmm. be cool to play with. Those are in black and gold. Nice. So a couple of those to play with. Um, rings, which is kind of interesting, they sent with. Yeah. Um, it did come with a rotary, so I can engrave round things um so like uh cups yetis type stuff um yeah. some dog tags which obviously i've yeah. got a couple dogs so i'll probably end up using those and yeah. then your traditional style dog tag and i got a whole bag of this stuff that they had sent with so you can see there's you know a bunch of components in this bag so plenty of stuff to test on so i think that is a lot of fun that's going to be what i'm going to start with and then i've got some other stuff that uh, I'm going to bring with the PRI, but I don't think I'm going to talk about that. I okay, think you guys cool. are going to have to come find us to see those because those yeah, are going to be pretty cool too. Right. And when we say find us, just wait till you guys see the list of uh, places that we're going to be and going during this time. So, all right, well, let's talk about event stuff as we move through this. Uh, the circuit, I sent out the hotel list today to all of the registered racers there. Uh, and some folks, even on the wait list, I've kind of grouped all of those people together into one email uh, bunching. And what you guys are going to see after PRI, we're not going to try and do it before PRI, is we're going to add an email newsletter for the website. Uh, I'm not going to say newsletter, but we're going to add a way for you to be caught up with things as well that aren't necessarily, I don't know, maybe like a recap or something like that of the show. I don't know what we're going to do, but we're going to provide you guys a way to add your uh, email address to the website. So this email went out for the circuit hotel list. And of course, the first person that tries to call the hotel is not set up for. So that's the way these things work sometimes. So we have a couple different hotels for Thursday night, which is our racer party. And then um, one of the hotels for Friday night uh, also set up. So I'm hoping that we sell both of those or all three of those out by the numbers. We should be really pretty close. Again, camping is obviously welcomed at this. You can, uh, I've got a deal set up with both tracks to where it'll all be easy. So Anyways, I want to say thank you to everybody being patient on the circuit stuff. I told you I would have it out Wednesday. We luckily had it out Wednesday. And uh, we're, we're moving on to the next stuff. The racer party stuff is still being planned. So I'll have updates for Saturday night's hotel 
I would say by the end of December, that's probably the the earliest I'm going to really even focus on that. The next 10 days is nothing but PRI. <laughs> I'm not even right of anything else but PRI. So, so that's pretty cool. Uh, Sick the Mag made a post. This shows seven minutes in the picture, but it was really about three hours ago, maybe four now, that Tom Bailey made a comment on his Facebook page that there is a new class being added to Sick Week and Sick Summer called Heavy Street. And it's funny because the minimum weight's 3,550 pounds, which sounds like in race car terms, pretty heavy, but in drag and drive terms, that's probably pretty light. And yeah. so you see Joe Barry's car here. That's probably one of the reasons behind this is because this allows those guys with a heavier car to compete in a class. Currently, let me pull my notes up here. Currently, it says 3,550 pound minimum, all steel body minus hood and deck lid. Stock wheelbase, wings are allowed, must make weight without ballast, no chassis rules, no tire rules, and official rules are to come. Uh, but, you know, that's on Tom Bailey's post within there. So that's going to be really kind of cool to see what that does. You know, obviously adding another class this late in the year is makes it a little more difficult for cars. But again, if you have these kind of cars that are going to be fast in this class, they're going to make room to fit them into the event or they're these guys are already signed up and we're just getting in where they fit in. And this is going to allow them an opportunity to be more competitive within another class. So kind of cool. What do you, what do you think about this class? I think it'll be interesting. I know there's been tons of talks about rules and everything lately, but uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting. Uh, I'll be interested to see how it kind of plays out. And when they uh, post the official rules, Yep. Yep. I think it's going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, and then Carolina Drag Cruise has announced their dates April 4th through 7th at Shadyside Dragway. You know, it's always a, a favorite track. We went there, obviously, for Southeast Street Neat, and they laid it down. And I think Carolina Drag Cruise has been to that track several times. So April 4th through 7th for Carolina Drag Cruise. Registration opens on January 1st. And then Central Victorian uh dragon drive has opened their um expression of interest if you are in australia and want to hit this one they have opened their expression of interest i couldn't find the track that they're hitting but they were at mildura this last time i would think they're probably going to go back there as well and the event is going to be april 18th through 21st for that one uh for i would say for their first one of the year i think they actually had two last year and then more event news. Big Sky Race Week has announced their registration date of January 13th. I want to say thanks to Austin and the team over there. Him and I were messaging back and forth the other day. And so uh, he allowed us to make this on the same day they released it. So it's kind of exciting uh, to be able to do that. I'm, this event is really cool to me and has uh, has really piqued my interest, mainly because it's in a completely different part of the country than, right. uh, than we'll see. So this is all new for all of those guys there. There are several racers that are in that area, <clears throat> but this is going to allow a lot more people to come into the drag and drive community. They are capping registration at 150 cars. So it should be a pretty interesting event. So it's going to be kind of cool. Yeah. This Facebook user saying that big sky race is appealing. Going to be some awesome scenery. That is true. And when you see the Facebook user, that means they are in our drag and drive addicts, Facebook group. And if you scroll to the bottom of the uh, video description or live stream description, StreamYard does give you permission to use, you have to give StreamYard permission to use your name. So 
if you'll do that, it'll show your name the next time you make a comment. And then King of the Open Road has been Jared Holt has been commenting and posting in the King of the Open Road Facebook group talking about the um, spring event is all he is saying about that. I'm not pressing too hard for a date because they just came off of their last event of the season. And I'm sure he's working his butt off to get all that stuff done. They drove the route that they have planned the other day. This is going to be the King of the Open Road. I'm I, in the post that I put up or just right before the show started on the website, it talks about May. And the only reason I'm assuming May is because that's what they've done last year was their first event was uh, mid-May. So I'm assuming that again, we'll ask that once we get back from PRI when he's on the show, he actually reached out and was like, Hey, I'd love to be on, talk about some of our stuff in, uh, in 2020 uh, planned for 2024. That'd be cool. Yep. Yep. Ryan Hargett's over here sending me pictures of, of something special. That's pretty cool. We're going to, do some breaking news on it at PRI as well. So it's going to be kind of a, kind of a wild ride. Dude, PRI is going to be insane, but let's, uh, let's do the found on racing junk before we, cause we're going to go on a long tangent of PRI. Cause we got a lot yeah. of stuff to talk about. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So I am going to pull up our found on racing junk and go through all of those. I got some pretty cool ones this week. This first one, most people should recognize what old Troy Martin? glory no, Troy Troy Martin. Yep. Is selling that car. Yep. I saw this. Somebody's actually, buy this. I think I saw it on Facebook. I think he posted maybe wow. a link to the racing junk, but yep. I've wow. seen this car. It is wicked. I've got some really cool pictures of it. Um, 50 grand. Uh, 55 gasser drag and drive blown 540 turbo 400 gear vendors drive to the track race and drive home yeah five eight in the eighth and nine to one in the fourth what a what a cool car yes yep so once i saw that that took me obviously down the road for this week (laughs) which is all about nostalgia cars Mm -hmm. Uh, so the next one here Yes. Is 1933 Willys nostalgia drag car for 49.9. So there's there's actually quite a few uh, gasser style vehicles on racing junk. So that was cool. This thing was definitely wicked. Yeah. Well, and for folks that don't know, if they don't follow the Southeast Gasser Association, that sold the other day. Uh, this one did. Uh, no, the Southeast Gassers Association sold. Oh, okay to a new owner so you can actually take this and uh, take it down to the southeast and race in their uh, race in their series yep so this one is uh fiberglass willie's coupe scott rod's body and frame uh small block 406 dart little m block collie's crank je piston so you can see all that on there uh ran consistent 560s at 128 it runs 873 in the quarter at 155 Man, that just seems scary on a yeah. on and a the, solid front axle, dude. And those exhausts are uh or those yeah. are wild. For a dragon drive, that's not gonna that's not gonna work. Yeah, I mean, do you just take it like put the like a motorcycle muffler on that? Like you just hang out the window and put a motorcycle yeah. muffler on that piece. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So that's the second one. The third one here, this one is a nostalgia one, but it's really clean. This one's yeah, a 36 like Chevy. A... It's like a street rod. I don't know about. Yeah. Yeah. This 
This one was interesting because when I read the description, it's Barry Speed Shop 36 Chevy 2 sedan uh, that was used on the TV show Rex to Riches. Hmm. So I thought that was kind of cool. This was their shop race car, but time to move on. Um, 468 big block, 400th trans. This one might not be a drag and drive car, but I definitely thought it fit our um, oh, yeah. our theme for this week. So, yeah, I mean, that, and that would definitely work. I mean, it looks like it's already got a good cage in it and all that kind of stuff. Huh, what a cool car! Yeah, definitely. And this last one, though, this last one might be my favorite. This thing is is definitely different. 1936 what? Ford yes. drag truck roller. That, wow, that's my style right there. Uh, yeah, I'm a fan. I'm a big fan of that. I bet so, that is light. So it is a roller, so you can drop, you know, whatever turbo LS you want in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, n- nice looking cage in there and everything. Wow. Yeah. Oh, cool. So this one, uh, 1936 Ford Drag Roller NHRA 60 certified, set up for Hemi, uh, Bruno Lenko or Power Glide. Strange front struts and brakes. Um, and then the big part here, boom, has title and plate. That's cool. I, I see uh, NHRA stock here talking about that looks very Pluniac-ish. That's exactly what I thought of when he brought it up to was Nick Pluniac. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, definitely a cool one. That one uh, really grabbed my attention. But um, honestly, the whole search started with Troy Martin's car this week. So that yeah. kind of surprised me that it was up for sale. I kind of interested to see if he's building another car or what his plans were. But I mean, he's he's got to be right. He's got that be. thing at Nostalgia Nights was wicked. Like oh, that's yeah. such a cool car. That's cool. Well, good luck to him on the sale for sure. And again, guys, the reason we use Racing Junk is because we don't want to clutter up a Facebook page with a with a bunch of for sale ads. So the folks in the Dragon Drive Addicts group, if you ever see a for sale ad on there, uh, let us know. We we typically don't allow those on there simply for the reason of people just they mass post those everywhere and it just clutters everything up. So I see Nick Deals in here. I see Kanan Halls in here. We're all of our PRI folks. Well, guys, let's jump into that. Because we need to talk about where we're going to be, uh, who we're going to be with, and when we're going to be doing it. That's because, easy. We're yeah. going to be everywhere. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> everywhere, all over, all the time. Yeah. So th- this is going to be one of the craziest events we've been at. I want to start off this entire segment by thanking the folks that are coming with us. You and I do this because this is what we do. Like, I mean, y'all, I quit my job in July to talk about Dragon Drive all day. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm an addict. I have a problem. But Adam Green, Stephen Narks, Colt Beck, Travis Wise, and Red Hat Scotty are coming with us to help us run the booth while you and I are away, right? Yeah. So I want to say thank you to them for coming along and helping with that. Y'all, they're going to be helping with the award show. They're going to be helping with booth coverage while we're out running around. So I'm telling you, we couldn't be doing this without those dudes. So Thank you to them. Thank you for being a part of all of that. And then, guys, make sure that you come see us at booth 4746, 4746 in the yellow hallway. We're kind of, uh, well, it won't matter. It won't matter where we're at because you're not going to know where you're at anyways. 4746, add it to your PRI show planner because if this is your first time, you're going to get in there and you're going to forget who you wanted to go see. So 
just and, add it now. Just and, add the app so you can you can make your marks, you make and, make your selections. And here's what 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 happens. You you set a play and you're going to go up down this aisle, right? Back and mm -hmm. forth. And then you're going to get to a spot and you're going to look right and you're going to squirrel cuz then you're going to go <laughs> off cuz you saw something <laughs> that you wanted to look at and then you're or, never going to remember where you were. Yeah, or you're going to see your friends because that's what happened to me last year is I would be walking around and I would run into somebody and um, uh, Tina and Dave Pierce are a great example of this or Felicia and Aaron Smith. Felicia and Aaron Smith really did this to me, I think at least twice. They would be going somewhere and I would run into them and I, I would walk with them because they were like, you know, she's famous. So they were going somewhere to, for her to do some stuff. And so I would walk them walk, walk with them for a few minutes and I ended up four rows down. Where was right. I? I don't know. So you've got to do it. You've got to check them off. One other thing about that, too, is as you have your lanyard, you want to scan those companies, let them know you were there. But also that would allow them to send you stuff because you never know when you're going to have to do all that. When, when you're going to need that part or when you're going to need that discount or you're going to need that contact info from those places. So we're going to be where we'll be booth 4746. That's where we're going to spend as much time as possible during the day. Okay. We're going to be there as often as possible. We're literally going to run to meet and greets and run back. Uh, we're going to try to be there as much, but I'll tell you Thursday for us is going to be very difficult because we have the Dragon Drive Award Show, which you're obviously looking at right here on the screen, December 7th at 11 a.m. in room Indianapolis Convention Center or ICC room 209 which from what I can see is a second story room. That's about all I can figure. I don't know. And I, I'm I believe so. from 209. So there's, that's kind of where all the conference rooms and things like that are going to be already. So if you're doing a seminar or something like that, that's where it's going to be. So room 209, we're going to be up there at 11 AM, but Eric and I are already, um, we're basically planning to be there. We're leaving our booth at like 10 o'clock because we have to set up the entire room get the PA ready, get the live stream ready and all that kind of stuff. And then after that show, we're actually going to be, I keep saying parading around, um, but that's essentially what we're going to do. We are going to be taking uh, Brian Goldstone, the first ever Dragon Drive World Champion. We're going to be taking him to all of our sponsors for sure. And then, you know, the sponsors that he has to those booths, getting pictures, talking with those sponsors and talking with those people and, and just, I don't know, celebrating the first ever Dragon Drive World Champion. So it's going to be really, really cool to do that. I did want to, I don't know, give a couple um, couple things that we're, we are going to do here because we have the award show and then Friday, let's see, award show Friday and Saturday morning too. We're going to have, do you have those stickers there that are special for PRI? I do. Because listen, we are going to be at the booth from 8 to 10.15 on Thursday. So the first hundred people every day that come by the booth are are going to get one of these right here, but only a hundred. So I know that sounds like a lot of folks for people that don't understand, but there's supposedly more than 50,000 people registered for PRI 2023. Yeah, there's a like, lot of people there. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm overwhelmed with the thought of being able to talk to that many people about Dragon Drive. Like, yeah really excites me because I think people know what it is, but they're just, they haven't been close enough. They haven't had an opportunity to ask what a Dragon Drive is or where is one? What, you know, where can I get involved? How do I do one? Where do I sign up? Anything like that. So we're going to be able to just absolutely cram it down at least 25,000 people's throat. Yep. And I don't have, I don't have the flyers out with me because they're already packed away, but we got some cool yep. flyers that explain what 
a Dragon Drive is and then what Dragon Drive Addiction is. So those yeah. are going to be cool to hand out. You'll hopefully don't see any on the floor, but hopefully we'll be handing them out to as many people <laughs> as we can. Yep. Yeah. We don't drop those. At least throw them in the trash. <laughs> if we give you one or give it to someone else, you know, a lot of the folks that are going to be coming over that know us, you know, if you end up with one of those, you probably know most of that data on there anyways. And uh, you know how open Eric and I are, you can simply message us and we reply back within minutes generally. So uh, I'm excited about that. I'm excited that I just drove yesterday, 300 miles to meet Travis Wise at Revved Up Laser Works to pick up the trophies. Uh, oh, I didn't put the picture in here. I don't think. Nope. I sure did not. Dadgummit. Um, I will be posting one up on Facebook after the show tonight because I want you guys to see this thing. It looks amazing. Um, again, this awards list right here is huge. 28 or 30 awards we're going to be giving away in an hour. Dude, like, you. I mean, you see how much I talk. This yeah. is going to be, it's going to be hard. So I've written out basically a script for me to follow and I have made notes of who is going to be there and who is not going to be there. So the folks that are not there, you're going to get your name called still, but we are not going to waste any time on like looking for you in the, in the room. We're it, So if you're going to be there and you're getting an award, I have sent you a message and I know or not if you're going to be there. So let's get that knocked out of the way. We're going to be blasting through that stuff. So the folks that are there, we will have the time to be able to you know talk to them for one minute. And uh, get the pictures, you know, Jesse Fox, I've hired him to take our award show photos, but then also we are going to live stream that so everybody at home can be watching as well. And we'll have a historical record of that later on down the way. So it's exciting. So again, room ICC 209, 11 to 12 on Thursday, December 7th, please come down. And uh, I did want to give a few names of folks that I know are going to be there. Cameron Thorpe will be accepting the number one racer in the 11 second category and Zach Stevens will be accepting his 12 second racer trophy for his number one spot with a 12009. That's and so awesome. Absolutely insane. So um, we think about these uh, nine and 10 and 11 second racer lists as more of like an index style list. So these are racers that could not run faster than those times. So really pretty cool uh, award there. And you'll see a lot of like, uh, Midwest Drags and Rocky Mountain and Race Week folks there because they have these as index classes. So anyways, uh, the top three in the national eighth mile 235 list, which I posted earlier today, the top 10, but the top three, uh, Jordan Tuck, Sheldon Root, and our boy Ryan Hargett, who is going to be in uh, the room, he'll be coming up and accepting that trophy as well for that. One of one of a few different trophies he's going to be getting during that that ceremony. So it's pretty cool. He better stay up front. So and again, <laughs> we're going to be awarding Bryant Goldstone and Brian Robbins and Rob Sanders as the first ever Dragon Drive World Champion teams. Uh, and all the cool stuff will probably end up back at Bryant's house, I would imagine. Yeah, <laughs> more, yeah. more than likely. Right. So. That that kind of encapsulates us till about 12.15 on Thursday. And we're just going to run people down the gauntlet here. So we have Mr. Rich Keto, the, the Canadian Chuck Norris himself. He's going to be in our booth from 2 to 3 p.m., which I think is going to be really fun. So we're going to fire up the live stream again. We're going to talk to him on the live stream as well as, again, heckle people as they come by. And there's going to be, I hope, a lot of opportunity for him to interact with different uh, companies and different people within the industry that, can, I don't know, maybe allow him to travel more and, and attend more events or 
I don't know. Make the car faster if you, if you <laughs> do that. I don't know. That's a lot. So 20,000 miles in 2023 attending events, 1,500 horsepower. Mr. doesn't even own a truck and trailer. So that's uh, that and the Mr. Canadian Chuck Norris is what we're going to call him. So pretty exciting. Yeah. And then. You know where he's not going to be this whole weekend? Where's that? In the Lucas Oil Stadium where the trailers are because he doesn't <laughs> need to be over there. <laughs> that's exactly right. He'd have to even buy a truck to do that. So. Right. That's awesome. Well, so we're gonna we're gonna thank him for being in the booth and let him hang out if he wants to at three o'clock. But you and I are running across the yellow hall and we're gonna be in the Howard's Cams booth with Luke B and the team over there. Again, heckling people as they come by. We're, you know, we hope that some of our race car friends will come by and say hi. Again, Howard's Cams is a sponsor of ours, so we would appreciate any time that you can help spend some time with us in these booths that we're gonna be in. So we're gonna be in there. I'm saying at three. I've told Luke about an hour is kind of uh, our max time, right? So 3 to 4 p.m., I've added all these guest appearances in the PRI app. So if you're looking for something to do at 3 o'clock, it should be in there. So you should be able to find it there. And then, guys, Ah. this is the stuff we were talking about. I asked earlier if there were any teams that had been announced for the sick cart chaos, and uh, we got invited. Yeah, we're gonna be racing in the sick cart chaos at PRI 2023, and I'm gonna tell you right now, these two dudes are in the cart. We're we're racing, but I we also have two open spots that are gonna. I don't know. We may have to get some Jello wrestling going on, <laughs> some thumb wars or something for uh, Stephen and Adam and Travis and Red Hat Scotty and Colt to figure out who's gonna be the other two teammates in driving the cart. So. Kind of Dude, excited. I'm excited for that. Oh man, I, I want to say thanks to to Tom and the team for allowing us to be a part of that. It's pretty cool to to be involved in that. We had intended to be there anyways, covering it. You know, just talking to racers, getting some content and things like that. So this is going to be really fun. I'm excited to be a part of that. And I don't know, I I'm not very fast, but listen, I'll run somebody over. <laughs> <laughs> I might not be fast, but I sure am competitive. That's exactly right. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be difficult. So that's Thursday night from like six to 11 or something like that. So are we going to do any live streams of that or what? Uh, Probably. I mean, maybe I'll uh, that's what we need to do. We need to buy a clamp for our phone and we just live stream it right in the car. Oh, <laughs> the car. we just game, drive around. Hitting game people. on. I'm yeah. on Amazon as soon as the show is over. Yeah, yeah, I'm in. So this is going to be a lot of fun. So uh, again, thanks to the team for doing that. Yes, Red Hat Scotty's asking, is the carts Thursday night? Yes, they are. So you'll have to fly in and come right over to the uh, right over to the cart area. So that's going to be fun again, six to eleven. And really, uh, this is going to be a blast because we're going to have the opportunity to spend time with all of our race car friends that are there. Because that's what we missed last year, right? We we chose to go to the DI. Uh, Dragon Illustrated after party or after hours show. And while it was fun, we had a good time, drank some beers, listened to some music that was probably turned up too loud. Uh, it, it wasn't nearly as cool as I think this carding is going to be. So it's exciting 100%. about that. Oh, man. Until 10 p.m. Shoot. And uh, even if we wanted to, that DI party goes way later. So if we decided, you know. We still got some energy afterwards. We could attend that, but this is yeah. uh this is gonna be a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. So it's exciting. Plenty of shenanigans are gonna happen there. Oh yeah. And then Saturday morning or Friday morning, gosh, Friday morning. Yeah, we're uh, all you, keep, and I, 
We're only on the second day of PRI right now. Yeah. You and I are headed to the Redwood Rally. They have a booth set up there in the Green Hall, kind of like right across from Street Outlaws. I mean, they've got a prime location uh, set up right there. They've got a couple other products that they're going to bring out there with them, some other uh, suspension pieces and things like that. But I think this is going to be really fun because this is going to allow not only us talking about Dragon Drive, now you have... Redwood Rally in a great spot talking about their event that's on the West Coast, but also kind of how that ties into Dragon Drive. And there's a lot of other Dragon Drive participants coming. I mean, I made a post today. There's more than like 80 people that have commented on that, that they're going to be there. But you and I being here, I think is going to maybe help kind of, again, heckle some folks as they come by that maybe haven't made it to our part of the the hall yet because we're on, we're going to be on the other side of the green hall for yep. this. So. 11.30 on Friday. We would do it earlier, but we're meeting with a couple different people uh, about the 2024 season. So I'm kind of excited about that too. So pumped about Redwood Rally, and then they're coming to our booth later. But then we have the meet and greet with Mrs. Brittany Fries and Mrs. Brittany Automotive. She's coming to our booth at three o'clock. So this should give us an opportunity to spend some time uh, between all these. And actually, I missed one, didn't I? I sure did. Because we're going to be at Summit at one o'clock on Friday. So we're yep. in some booth at one o'clock on Friday. That's the slide I missed. I have I have that up and I have it as a Facebook event. And then again, we'll be going live from there as from all these places as well, talking to these uh you know, booth participants and all the stuff that comes along with all of that. So yeah, so eleven thirty to twelve thirty, Redwood yep. Rally, mm -hmm. one thirty to two thirty. Yeah, one to two at what? Summit. So we're okay. gonna we'll be running from Redwood Rally to Summit to uh, to make it. So, uh, and then three o'clock on Friday is going to be Brittany Friesen. She's going to be in our booth. We're going to be talking about really everything about her drag and drive career, building the car, putting an LT in a fourth gen. You know what what she looks forward to for nitrous. She just sent that car off to put a cage in it, so that could be cool. And uh, we'll, we'll get all the backstory. And then, of course, she'll be in the booth. So we'll be able to talk to folks as they come by. Because, I mean, let's be honest, people want to talk to her instead of us anyways. And she has a lot of cool race car stories. So, yeah, 100%. Yep. And then Saturday morning, while you're at a seminar, which is kind of something I haven't really looked into many because I'm, we're going to be so busy. But you're going to be attending a seminar. And I'm going to be talking to Austin of Big Sky Race Week, which my artwork here doesn't look very good, but that's the way it works sometimes. So Big Sky Race Week will be in the booth. We'll be talking to them about which tracks, you know, some of the scenery they expect to see, car counts, all that kind of stuff. So we'll be able to, to give a lot more detail on that than we typically would just in these shows. So that'll allow, you know, again, hopefully more show, you know, more people to find out about their event. So you know, we get we got to push drag and drive in any way we can. 100%. Yep. And then Redwood Rally is coming to our booth to hang out for a little bit. Again, talk to the live stream, talk to folks that are in the coming through. And this is Saturday, 11 a.m. So we're going to go 9 a.m. for Big Sky Race Week. Then right behind that at 11, we've got Redwood Rally. So it's going to be really cool to have that many, you know, event promoters in the booth talking about all their stuff. So that should help a lot. And I'm hoping it helps folks at home get more excited about these events. So we're going to be talking about 2024. And then we're absolutely going to uh, break down Redwood Rally, kick them out of the booth. And then you and I are running to the PRI Paddock and Podcast Studio to set up our live streaming stuff because we're going to be going live for our fans at home. But, dude, there's going to be like we're right in the middle of everything. It's so, We're right at the entrance, isn't it? Yeah. 
Yeah, so people that are walking around PRI are going to be listening to our voices talk about drag and drive right in their ear hole. I mean, it's going to be just blasting from speakers right in their ear. Yeah, folks at home will be able to watch it and he, you know, see what all we're talking about as well. So it's going to be really, really cool. We've talked to the guys at Summit. They're going to come up there with us. They're going to talk about what they see from their side of drag and drive and everything. I mean, dude. And PRI shared shared our promo video out on yeah. Monday night, and that was that's been going crazy. So that's been awesome. Yep, yep. Several thousand views across all the platforms that they posted that on is awesome. And everyone that they didn't it post on. it on, I posted it on every other social media app. <laughs> yeah, yep. And then I reposted it everything everywhere. So we've had a we've had a pretty good run the last couple of days, and we're attributing a lot of that to the PRI. Uh, sharing of that and again they have more than half a million followers right so it's really cool to be able to be a part of that and be added you know, want to say thanks to get out and drive podcast if you guys aren't listening to that you need to john and jason over there helped us get in contact with the right people at pri to be able to do that and uh, and be a part of the show so it's gonna be really cool man and saturday at 1 p.m that'll be like the meat and potatoes of like what i would call the public right the yeah. folks who can take off thursday and friday are probably more gearhead oriented than maybe the folks that are going on Saturday. So they're going to be there and we're just going to be pounding them with uh dragon drive addiction and the dragon drive story. So, yep, it's going to be really cool. I'm, I'm excited to, that's just during the day. That's all of our day stuff. I don't even know what we're going to get into at night. So right. I, I need to hear some stuff like what are people doing Friday night? We're not doing anything Saturday night. I am absolutely <laughs> shutting that place down and we're, <laughs> driving home as fast as we can. I need yeah. I need days of sleep, man. I slept about two and a half hours last night. So yeah, we need this guy, Chris Story. Yeah, we're gonna need him to get us that Red Bull connection because <laughs> yeah, we're, we're gonna be living on it. We're gonna be needing some Red Bulls for PRI. And you didn't even mention there's another podcast that we're gonna be doing stuff with at uh, PRI as well. Yeah, yeah, the Monoxide podcast. Him and I have been messaging back and forth. We were going to do Thursday night, but that's not going to work now, you know, because we're going to be racing go-karts. Um, and then I didn't even think about this, dude. We So we're going to get set up Wednesday, right? So we're going to, Stephen, Colt, and I are driving all night, Tuesday night. We're going to get there Wednesday morning, set the booth up. And then we're driving over to Cold Heart Art to pick up the Dragon Drive World Champion Trophy. Yep, because I'll be so there at, early at afternoon. Yeah, add that. Well, we may we'll wait for you. Add yeah. that to the add that to the list of uh, stuff that we got going on. So it's going to be an absolutely crazy weekend. Absolutely crazy, crazy weekend. And the eight days leading up to that now, or seven days leading up to that, is what's going to be nuts. So yeah, one one week from today, we will I'm, be doing an episode because yeah. we didn't even talk about that. We're we're going to do our Wednesday night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. live stream at PRI somewhere. We haven't really determined where, but yeah, dude, it's oh, going to be insane. <laughs> it's going to be so much fun. We're going to talk to so many people that it's, and it's all going to go by so quick because we're going to be so busy. Yeah. Yeah, that is for sure. All right. Well, the moment you guys have all been waiting for actually a little earlier than what we told him we would be, but, um, Mr. Bill Armstrong is on here with us tonight, and I'm I'm really excited about this. I've got an intro that's probably going to embarrass him a little bit, but uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna read this right off of how I wrote it because it's pretty. He's got a stellar list of stuff. So he's covering his face right now. Yeah, the uh, the guest tonight is in the same boat we are, guys. He's getting set up at PRI for the first time, but 
he's probably a lot more prepared for this level of anxiety because he drives a 1500 horsepower, eight second stick shift, small block forward powered dragon drive car. The reason he's fit PRI is because of a product that he developed that helps stick shift racers reset personal bests and make their launches much better for hydraulic clutch leg activated cars. Okay. He took his car north to Miles of Mayhem and dominated the man pedal class. This caused the Canadians to retaliate and bring three heavy hitters to race week and take the top three spots in the stick shift class. This guy hosts a podcast dedicated to stick shift racers and racing, interviewing people like Jonathan Atkinson of Tick Performance and Racer of the Grub Worm, Clay Milliken, a top fuel driver, and Mike Finnegan. The list goes on for more than 20 episodes they have recorded. Guys, you got to find it. Stick Shift Nation for the Clutch Burners podcast. This dude does it all. He does all of that with his good friend, best friend, Mr. Rich Guido on the Stick Shift Nation YouTube channel. Y'all, I am proud to welcome the creator of the Bank Shift Billy, Mr. Bill Armstrong. How are you, sir? Uh-oh, you're muted. <laughs> How about that? Nope. Do we have audio? No! <laughs> <laughs> See, he runs a podcast. How about now? Is it working now? How about now? Woo! That's a win. Thank you. I'm flattered to be on here. <laughs> Man, I'm so excited to have you back on the show. Um, you've been on, you actually were on an episode of the business of burnouts early on in when I used to do the narcoleptic podcast, and we talked a little bit about that and, and all that stuff. So, but dude, you've grown exponentially since then. The car's faster. It's been faster. The business is going well. You you got a booth at PRI. I mean, like, we got a lot to talk about. So, Start us off with a recap of who you are and then obviously kind of a recap of what the product is too. Sure. So I'm Bill Armstrong. Um, I uh, was given the nickname Bang Shift Billy, which kind of grew itself into its own company name. Um, I have a stick shift um, G-Force T56 Magnum uh, Ford Fairlane. I think that's been referred to as People call G-Force and say, I want whatever Rich Guido is running. <laughs> That's what I have to. <laughs> um, and uh, him and I are fierce competitors and probably even better friends. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. You know, Rich and I met at uh, Drag Week 2013. And it's uh, we've just gone down the rabbit hole together. <laughs> right. That's so cool. Yeah, you, you guys yeah. have been friends a long time and have done a ton of events together. I mean, like, you know, you're looking 15 events together, something like that. Yeah, I've lost count, to be honest with you. And I'm yeah. running out of room on my windshield. Uh, Cameron Thorpe prints the thing for me and it says Rocky Mountain Race Week. And then it goes, you know, uh, 15, 16, 17, 18. And then when we get to the years where there's two, it's like 20 squared, 21 squared, 22 <laughs> squared, 23 <laughs> squared. Um, but he has to print those for me every year because I have to slide the whole thing down the window. Oh, um, and that's, and that's awesome. just the race weeks. Um, yeah. There's been two drag weeks, uh, Midwest drags, miles of mayhem. Um, yeah, it, it's a few. And and actually, I got to circle up with Rich and figure out which ones we're going to do this summer um, yeah. that doesn't conflict with his work schedule. 
And uh, what I have going on, because there's so many to choose from now, it's kind of like, wait, there's more. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> just added two more to the list. We're up to 24 events in uh, 2024 already. So yeah. and that's that's creating a real career problem. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're telling us. Yep. <laughs> yeah, here Chris cool. is saying uh, one of the fastest Fords drag and drive, one of the fastest drag and drive Ford cars. Uh, love that it's not an LS. Yes, I mean a Ford belongs in a Ford. So it, it's funny because I do have the coils mounted to the valve covers, and you know, car shows and stuff. People walk up and they're like, you know, you'll hear a mutter, "Oh, it's an LS," and I'll be like, uh, "Actually, it's not. Look a little closer." <laughs> then they're yeah. like, "Wait, what?" So <clears throat> it's it's pretty funny. Um, but yeah, so then um, you know, Rich and I both started off running diaphragm clutches and ran into issues of, as the power started creeping up, we were outgrowing the clutches that we had. They just wouldn't hold. Um, and then him and I went two different routes. Um, at, at one point, uh, he went with the slipper clutch, Black Magic slipper clutch, and he's having huge success with that. Yeah. Um, in fact, he'll tell you it's on the street. It's the nicest and easiest clutch he's ever driven. And I've, I've felt the, the clutch. I haven't actually driven his car on the street uh, or the track, but I was going to say he let you drive it down the track. That'd be even cooler. I, don't, uh, I would want to drive it. We should the we should switch cockpits one time and just see. Oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, the problem is we'd probably we'd make passes next to each other and blow up each other's cars right there. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the clutch pedal is like super soft on his. It's really nice. Um, and I I maintained the diaphragm clutch route. Um, but I had to get much more aggressive with it to hold power. And so now I have a, a twin disc. And my clutch was set up by Kale at Blackmagic as well, but it's a twin disc um, Ram Pro Street clutch, but it's got dual centered iron discs. I don't know nice. how much power it would hold. I'll bet north of 2,000, but it's, it's pretty aggressive um, on the track. And so I developed a digital clutch controller that allows a diaphragm style clutch to operate like a slipper clutch at the drag strip when you launch it. And unlike Rich, who gets under the car to change the base pressure on the clutch and perhaps adjust counterweight or something like that, I make the adjustments from my nice cushy bench seat with an app on my phone. Yeah. Um, and and that, that's, that's, really, that, that's really been what it is. And it, uh, you know, I kind of debuted the prototype on my car at Midwest Drags. And that was the first drag and drive event where I had an eight second average. I finished wow. first place in the stick class and ran my personal best that same week, which was an 870. Um, and I've been working at, you know, we've had, it hasn't been without problems. And I have a YouTube page and I talked mm -hmm. about some of those problems that we found after kind of dissecting everything. Um, and that's been helpful. But I, you know, I want to share that with people because you know, I'm not going to say it's not without trials and tribulations. And as I figure stuff out better on it and problems that maybe can help them, I'm going to share that with, with everybody, which then leads us to PRI. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I decided, um, you know, we started selling uh, the digital clutch controller, the Bankshift Billy in 2022 um, after years of development. And I decided this year was the year to go to PRI pay the money, yeah. get a booth, do the backdrop, do the whole thing and, and display there. And 
<clears throat> that's what we're doing. And I've worked with Jeff Oppenheim at uh, First Try Engineering. Yes, dude, he's he's fantastic. And, and oh yeah, if if nobody's followed the progression that he's made with his cochlear implant, it like it's astounding the story. And if you ever knew yeah. Jeff before or talked to him before, the change is remarkable. Like. It, it, I can't even imagine what a life change it's been for him, but wow. he's helped me by building, you know, we worked together. He built it. I gave him the ideas. So I don't know how much I participated, but, <laughs> but he built a brand new display for the PRI show for the clutch controller that includes a clutch pedal that's on the floor now. Um, oh, really? Like I'm super psyched about it. It's super nice. Um, <clears throat> and we're debuting, uh, at PRI, um, I don't know if you guys have seen the kit, but you have a, a Bluetooth controller that's in a plastic enclosure that you mount in the car that has some LEDs and stuff on it. And we've been selling enough units that I got to the point where I needed more enclosures. And I decided mm -hmm. to do a plastic injection mold for the new closure, enclosures. Wow. And it's that's super cool. sexy. Um, I I have the 3D printed prototype that I'll be debuting and showing at, um, yeah, there, there's a picture of the new display and, and the part with the clutch pedal will go on the floor. How um, cool, dude. And so, so what folks need to understand if they haven't seen this before, you know, typically this would be all kind of together on a stand and you would, you would activate it with your arm and yeah. then it would show. And again, it's all in the, the video we did before, but you've got some really good stuff on your YouTube channel as well. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it helps to show it. Um, and another thing that we added to this since this picture was taken is we added a dial indicator to the end where that throwout bearing is because the amount of movement in that throwout bearing and where it stops it and holds it where you get the slip and stuff, it isn't a huge amount. And mm -hmm. it's much easier to see when you see that dial indicator swinging around. So we've added that to it, which I'm excited just to kind of show it off. Um, yeah. And this picture doesn't show the new enclosure, but it'll have the new enclosure on it. It'll also be in the new product showcase, which I'm excited about. I'll have That's a cool way to go, man. A display there. And then, and I guess I'll officially announce it now, we're launching a new product at PRI. Um, it's going to be a prototype that's there. And, and I can go into the details of what a, a train wreck that has been. <laughs> but we're launching a new product. It's going to be called the Billy Button. And... It applies to a much larger audience than just stick shift racing. Um, and what it is, is think about all the race cars or street cars out there that have buttons on the steering wheel. What's mm -hmm. the one thing that you absolutely hate about buttons on the steering wheel? Wires. Yes. <laughs> this is a wireless version of that. What? Completely wireless? 100% wireless. You could take the steering Dude. wheel out of the car and throw it out the window, which might be a bad thing. <laughs> But it's 100% wow. wireless. There'll be no cables to work, you know. And, and on an absolute race car, maybe it's not so bad. But on a, mm -hmm. a drag and drive car, and I've talked to a number of people, ones that come to mind who's going to be testing some of the prototypes, uh, Royce Payton with that yep. wicked black. It is not Ford powered, but it is a, <laughs> what is it, six second, seven second yeah, Mustang. Yeah, it's it's nasty. Yeah. And he had one of those connectors fail because of all the driving with the wire and it's work mm. hard with the wire as you're driving down the road, it broke. And you don't know typically that it's failed until you need it for a line lock. Right. Until, until you go to let go of it. <laughs> right. Trans brake, line lock, 
scramble yeah. button, whatever. Um, so yes, we're going to be launching that. And um, it, it's, it's pretty nuts. Yeah. And two tiles model car garage. This dude is so cool. And he builds these incredible models of lots of people's cars, including oh, cool. Rich and I. And uh, it, it's pretty cool. And I think on his shelf, he has our cars like on a Christmas tree. And mine's a little bit in front of Rich's. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's or, awesome. I'm yeah, excited your car to, is uh, faster one, right? Yeah. It's, it's barely faster. And <laughs> Rich and I are both going through some changes over the winter. So we're going to see what we come out with in the spring. Yeah, um, I, I think like what Eric was saying there, I'm excited about this button deal. That could be really cool. Like me, I'm an, I'm an auto guy, but uh, yeah, I think you and Steven, my brother, have had conversations about you know his new build and things like that for for hit because uh, he's keeping that car stick shift and like all yep. of that. Yeah. But like the this button deal, I mean, dude, talk about something that could, you know, revolutionize the Jeep industry. <laughs> you know, those, well, those well, could wire in lights and. So it's, it's super great that you mentioned that because that's another piece of the market segment that I'm looking at mm -hmm. and I'm planning to build that with like, you can buy the model for like a race car and you can order the buttons. I'll have a selection of buttons that you can pick and then it comes and you install it in your steering wheel. The other option would be for an off-road vehicle. Mm -hmm. We're planning to make an injection molded case that has four switches in it. So you could just stick it to the dash of a new and what's the worst thing about buying a Jeep when you want to put a light bar on it? It's running the wires through the dash and then through the firewall on a new vehicle. It's terrifying. Yeah. And with this, you won't have to do that. The, the underhood piece that will you would wire the light bar to and you'd wire it to the battery, it's got a 12-pin DT series Deutsch connector, totally weatherproof. Nice. Yeah, It's going to be sweet. I'm excited for it. Um, the market cool, segment man. is much bigger than – I mean, the bank ship Billy operates – in a very small market segment and that is stick shift drag racing and it's like yeah. eh, there's you know how many people are doing that it's tough yeah. and <clears throat> so so yeah wow. that's it and I, I will tell you so you know for like the past year um i started working on the billy button mm -hmm. working with an electrical engineer and then about mm, three weeks ago um like i was supposed to have a working prototype more than three weeks ago and he just wasn't getting it done just wasn't getting it done excuse after excuse and finally i fired him and oh, <clears throat> hired another electrical engineer and you know the guy was he told me what his rate was and i was like it's expensive but i'm beyond the point of being price sensitive like i gotta have this yeah yeah and and it really showed me the difference between sometimes you do get what you pay for because Yes, this guy's rate was about three or four times what the other guy was. But in four days' time, he turned it around and had all the files and everything to the prototype uh, maker. And then here's where the problem came. So I just got back from a 10-day vacation with my fiance out of the country. So my email voice contact oh. wasn't awesome, right? And I had everything set up with the electronic board manufacturer before I left. And I was supposed to pick up the prototypes when I got back which I got back Monday night, mm -hmm. <clears throat> Tuesday morning, I called them. I said, Hey, I'm back. You know, you know, pick up these prototypes. And they're like, Oh, uh, we, we don't have an order in our system. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so they admitted it was their fault. And as we speak right now, they are scrambling. They are eating the cost of having this turned around in 48 hours. Oh my gosh. And 
I explained to them, I said, these things have to be in Jeff Oppenheim's hands because he's helping build these displays for PRI. They have to be in his hand by Saturday. So they're having to do overnight shipping with Saturday delivery. Like this week, like it's bananas. Like I was just like, oh, (laughs) like, yeah. So Make this happen, please. Yes. So fortunately, all the other pieces for PRI, like the backdrop, um, you, you know, the display, like the clutch controller display, that was done long ago with Jeff. <clears throat> Business cards, those types of bits and pieces, those were done. This last piece, I feel like I'm at race week in a hotel <laughs> parking lot at midnight. <laughs> and and you're and you're racing at 8 a.m. You got you to gotta race <laughs> at 8 a.m. to uh, stay in first place. Yeah. That's uh, yeah, man, that's yeah. wild, dude. That's so exciting, though. I think that's going to be a part that can. I mean, obviously, you know, we want all all the success for you on everything, but like, I think Thank that's you. something that can that can really take you to the next level and provide you know more race car money. That's what we want. We, we should have all the race car money you need. Yeah, yeah, and and I will tell you, I have. Um, I don't even know if he's listening. Yeah, pulled out all his hair. I didn't lose my <laughs> hair. It just went down my back. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> you know, I have a, a really good friend, Bill Leak, and I don't know if he's listening to this. And, and I I say a really good friend, but I'm not sure because I told him a couple of years ago, I said, boy, you know what? If <clears throat> if an early 60s Falcon ever showed up online that was already caged and everything as a roller, I said, I would have a real hard time not buying it because the car's a thousand pounds lighter than what I currently have. Oh, yeah. And, and what happened, I don't know, a month or two ago, he sends me a link for one that's for sale. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, you're a total man. a-hole, man. Thanks a lot. <laughs> and I've had some discussion with Rich about it. And I, <clears throat> I just I just don't think – I don't think that's going to happen. Um, oh, man, there you go. Well, for a lot of reasons. Um, yeah. <clears throat> you know, I like to drive my car like Rich does. And mm-hmm. if I went and built a lightweight, very competitive – potentially competitive stick shift car what does that look like well it's going to have uncomfortable seats the exhaust is going to come out in front of the firewall and you know i know a lot of guys are going to say oh i drive mine all the time did you drive it twenty thousand miles like rich did you know i probably put 12 15 000 miles on my car last year after driving up to rich and surprising him and stuff Mm -hmm. and you know what I'm not going to do that with racing seats and loud exhaust out in front and have to wear earmuffs to have a conversation sitting, someone sitting a foot and a half from me. That's just not a street car to me. Yep. That's just me. I mean, pump well, gas and, and all that's great, but and, it's got to be somewhat comfortable. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. The The hardest part is like that car is, if it's a thousand pounds lighter, you immediately go to high sevens. So now you've got to have a 750 cage, smaller oh. car. 750k harder to get in and out of this card's already caged to like six something this one it's ridiculous <laughs> yeah so even worse so even <sighs> harder to get in and out of so yeah i mean and so you know for for me the hard part would be okay now do i do you build a whole new setup or do you take your setup out of your current car and put in there and then what are you going to put in that car you know what are you going to put in in yeah and, 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 that and all that yeah because you know i broke the block on mm-hmm. the last race week this year so I'm having, I can reuse pretty much everything because it wasn't catastrophic. Um, the, the cam's screwed, but you know, cam's no big deal. Yeah. And yeah, I could take my drivetrain and put it in that. And yeah, it'd be a seven second car. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but then what do I do with that one? And then, so you drop six figures into a car for what? To, to stroke an ego and win a thousand bucks. 
No. I mean, it's already super dumb what we do. <laughs> so, so, I mean, I mean, do I need to bite off a bigger chunk of stupid? I, I'm not sure I knew I do. <laughs> yeah, I can I mean, tell you. I can tell ahead. you having two cars is not fun already. <laughs> like I, I'm, I'm maintaining two cars, and then it's it's too much. Like I don't know why yeah. I thought it would be a great idea to, to build two cars. Well, you built the the uh, S13 for convertible stick shit that's a fun car and then you're like i really need a race car right that's exactly you, what you happened built the mustang to go racing and then you know you don't do that either so we're going to change that <laughs> we're going to change that yeah and, and it's, you know what it is it's uh i think to <clears throat> to drive the car like rich and i do and and be competitive and do two to three events a year mm -hmm. it's hard to to keep up and maintain one car yeah, and, yeah. And to maintain it to the level that you know like when my my co-pilot jamie and i took off and we surprised rich he had absolutely no idea we were driving up to miles of mayhem it was 1250 yeah. miles and rich has done it a hundred times that yeah. was the first time <clears throat> i had made that trip <clears throat> excuse me and we had we had a couple of issues all week um in addition to another competitor doing a rain dance all the time so that we couldn't <laughs> couldn't finish which didn't work by the way um, you know, we had some challenges, but we were able to fix them. We were prepared, but yeah. I think doing 15 dragon drives before we did this long one prepared us for it. Cause we had everything we needed from, uh, a sheared cam gear to broken valve train stuff to yeah. Oil changes are super important. I mean, you know, if you're, if you're Trevor Brandon, you should be changing it every 300 miles. <laughs> just just um, watching for stuff. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, you know, I, I don't think going out of the gate, if I had done this and not had a couple of these under my belt, we would have not been prepared. And the yeah. the things that we broke, um, I would have never have thought to have spares with me and we would have been out. And, yeah. and we weren't. We ended up winning the event. Um, <clears throat> and then it took three Canadians to come down to redeem themselves. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a jab. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, honestly, like, like for um, – Chris Hine, I didn't bring anything to the table for that guy. He's yeah, he's our he had to add weight to make weight, and yeah, that thing's ridiculous. So yeah, that, yeah. that car's very fast and pulls a super cool trailer. I mean, like, <clears> oh, yeah. Well, well, it's a trailer home. I mean, he pulled a yeah. house. Yeah, yeah, he pulls, pulls, pulls his house. That's right. <laughs> yeah, right. That's right. Like full kitchen with a granite countertop. Like it's nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's what I probably need to build for what I'm gonna for my travels. That's what I need is something like what he's got. So yeah, that's pretty cool. Well, let's let's pivot back to PRI because we want to tell people where to find you. You're in the yellow hall with us. You're actually yes. not too far. You're yep, uh booth, yep. booth 3210. So that's right. 32 I don't know in relation to what that means to anybody <laughs> other than like Make sure you put it on your PRI app. Well, it's really close to 3209. It's really yeah. close to 3209. It's, it's like right across the thing. <laughs> right, <laughs> right down from it. Um, yep. So <clears throat> is, this, is this your first trade show to present at or like, uh, you know, car show yeah. or anything like that? Yes, to present at. Yes, 100%. Wow. Um, That's exciting. It, it is exciting. Um, you know, I guess when we've done race week in the past, um, my daughter – uh, did road week and then she kind of managed the display and some of the social media content. And then before that I had a high school kid that was working for me at the bank shift, Billy assembling units and building harnesses and stuff. And he came one race week, drove my Volkswagen and did the same sort of thing. 
and mm -hmm. they would answer questions. We would have the old display with us and people would come. And if I wasn't there, they'd have to explain it. Um, yep. And that was kind of cool. Um, but yeah, this would be the first like legit trade show where you ponied yeah. up some money and hotels and, and like that. Rich, Rich Guido is going to be in the booth helping cool. um, with a bank ship Billy shirt on. He's going to look really good. Yeah. And, then, yeah. and then Travis Foster of Stick Shift Nation. I'm actually picking him up on the way to PRI. Cool. Yeah. He's going to be in the booth. So we're, uh, I don't think I'm going to get as much rotation time as him because I just found out that Rich Guido is going to be in your booth for an hour <laughs> which he didn't tell me about, but that's okay. <laughs> um, He's like, uh, I'll just keep that quiet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, but hopefully I'll get to rotate out a little bit to kind of check it yeah. out. I've been to PRI before and it's it's awesome. But yeah. uh, if if a guy's never been and they think they're going to do it in a day, good luck. Because yes, you're not going to yeah. make it through in a, in a day. Yeah. It's just not well, happening. It, and again, go back, download the app right now while you're thinking about it, because like, and that way you can go through and check mark who you want to visit, because I'm telling you, it's overwhelming. You, you just can't, you can't fathom what it is, you know, and so pick your hall that you have the most folks in and just try and run through that. And, you know, by I'm hoping so. Eric and I's plan kind of is to get up as early as possible, you know, typically seven, seven thirty, and we'll make our way over. We'll get some photos of like stuff in the hallways and because you can't get in until eight or maybe it's nine i can't remember what time you i think you can get into the thing at nine seven seven to nine for media so you guys will be able to get in at seven I, yeah on thursday but, and then i think friday and saturday it's eight okay okay i i think yeah. you better make sure you get to bed at about six thirty-seven because if you got to get up that early man a.m you, you need your beauty rest <laughs> yeah 6 30 a.m what are you talking about that's right that's right yeah we're, we're burning this up. candle baby if there's people to talk to we're talking to them okay yeah, sleep sleep will happen on like sunday monday yeah, yeah. perfect perfect yeah. that sounds awesome so, well and you know kind of our plan is to get there as early as possible maybe make our rounds and that's when we're going to be able to see the booths and talk to other you know potential sponsors or you know people like you guys running the booth like we'll be able to see our friends and all that stuff and then we're going to have you know we'll be in our booth as often as we can be but during the day i mean dude we got a lot of different folks to go see and i'm sure that's what's going to happen to you too like as things come along i i really thought about reaching out and see if you would come to ours but man it'd be too hard like you're going to have to answer so many questions so uh, one other thing about that too is like if there's some folks in our group that can help and we're all standing around dude we'll send somebody your way to help with that side too you know what i mean just so you can have some coverage maybe you need to step away for an hour or something like that or 30 minutes yeah yeah that's that'd be awesome um you know and, and i think you guys kind of fed me some questions beforehand which was awesome because i hadn't <laughs> thought about some of these yeah but one of the goals you said what were two goals for the for the week mm -hmm. and um really is to make new connections because yeah. I think there's a lot of people that aren't even aware of the digital clutch controller. Um, oh, yeah. and, and more people talk about it, more people are using it. So it's starting to spread the word organically, but you know, I think to be at a show like this um, will be helpful. And and the more oh, people yeah. we get talking about it and, and what's crazy is, you know, the drag and drive events that I've done um, Rocky Mountain race week, miles of mayhem. And I know there was a lot more, but continuously and year after year, it seems like the biggest class is the stick shift class and it's getting bigger and bigger. Yeah. And it's crazy. Yeah. 
Um, Bring and, it on. Yeah, there was one event this year. Was it Rocky Mountain or was it Race Week? It had like 34 competitors in that yeah, class. Yeah, I think it was Race Week. It was crazy. Crazy. And, crazy. and if I'm not mistaken, at Miles of Mayhem, I think the stick shift class was maybe the second biggest class out of all of them. Maybe mm -hmm. somebody can chime in on that, but I think that's uh, You accurate. mean somebody like me? Hang on. I'll tell yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> Let me pull it up here. I think they had 17, if I'm thinking. Okay, I'm okay. Thinking right. nice. Hang on. Uh, but wow. Yeah, you're right. It's It's been growing a lot, and there's been a lot of stick shift racing this last year in Dragon Drive, and it just keeps getting bigger. And th those cars are so fun to watch, so I'm, yeah, a, no, I'm a fan. I was wrong. They are 22 cars in that class. At 22. That's awesome. Yep. And do you have – what was the biggest class count, car count? Uh, that would be whatever their DYO stuff is, um, like their index class. So I think okay. uh, they had a seven or that bracket class. Sorry, not their index. Yeah, like, yeah the, the bracket class, 69 cars. Woo, better stop and turn yeah. around with that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you know, you go from the bracket class to stick shift and then everything else underneath that is less than less than 20 per class. I mean, it's just crazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Rich stick shift the world, baby. That's right. That's right. That's right. I love it. Yeah. Um, and, and this this product here, really, I mean, it can like, like it really can take a very mediocre driver and and help them, you know, go faster. I mean, to to be honest, like, because that's I would think that'd be the hardest part for me with stick shift racing is this that modulation of of clutch pedal and bite and all that. Yeah, and and you know, let, let me if I can give an example. Um, you know, we have a, a customer, he's actually <clears throat> featured in one of our Facebook ads <clears throat> and it gets a lot of comments and a lot of traction. Um, but he had a fairly well-built, uh, GT 500. I don't know what year, maybe a 2018 or something making a little over a thousand horsepower stick, obviously stick shift for two years. He could not get the car to go quicker than a 955. Which mm. is which is moving. Don't get me wrong. That's, that's moving. Fast, and this yep. was full 4,100-pound car, full air conditioning, stereo, the whole thing. He bought our clutch controller, put it in, went to Cecil. First pass, he wanted to just get a baseline, went like a 9550, okay? Like same thing he's been running. Yes. Two passes later, the car went at 8996. Wow. And what, what was the difference? He was running 155 consistent 60 foots with the clutch controller. He did a 136 60 foot. And Dude. that was, that was it knocked over half a second off of his ET. Wow. And wow. it consistently does it. And it's, uh, you know, there is some setup and a little bit of teething to deal with on the product. But once it's set up, it, it works. I mean, it just solid works. It got my car solid in the eights. And I had my first drag and drive with the prototype with an eight second average running it. Yeah. So. yeah. And before that, you had been like 920s or something like that. I think. No, like 903s, 902s. Like it just wow. would not run eights. And <clears throat> the, the first eight second pass I ever got was at Vandermeer. And in fact, the first um bench top clutch controller device i have the clutch that's on that is the first clutch i went an eight second pass and, nice. and you know what it was <clears throat> the clutch would was worn just enough that on that pass it slipped like just perfect and it went like an eight nine nine eight or six or five or something and then the next pass that clutch wouldn't hold anything over seven pounds of boost it was like a one-hit wonder and i had run the clutch most of the summer 
but that was it and it slipped and that's what did it it helped the, the short track and it was done but yeah it was one pass and i tried it two more after that and it wouldn't take any power i just blew right through it so that's crazy eric will you pull up that comment that was that was just yep. there? i think it was chris socket yeah um, you know he says here stick shift is is more affordable for slower cars because you can buy a t56 for three grand gear vendor alone is three grand then you have to build a reliable automatic to attach it to so and I mean, let's be honest, like stick shift stuff is cool. Like, I mean, it's why Miles of Mayhem calls it the man pedal. I mean, like there's there's a lot of really neat stuff that goes into that. But as far as like driving around and everything like that, like it, it's good to have a stick shift in something. I'm not that guy, but like I can certainly yeah. appreciate all of that. Oh, I absolutely well, love driving the 240 around town. Yeah. And it's, it's just a T56. And I yeah. don't know, to me, it's just, it's more fun. Yeah. 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 I mean. I guess with an automatic, the fun part is you get to go shopping for a really nice purse. So that's nice. <laughs> um, yep. But, but then you got to have a spot in the car for it, right? Yeah. So, but but in all honesty, I mean, a box stock T56 will hold north of 700. They're rated for 700 foot-pounds of torque out of the box. Wow. And I know Rich Guido, he's run over 1,000 horse for like a whole whole season on it. Yeah, it's not super happy at the end of the season, but it'll do it. And yeah. the double overdrive. And depending yep. which one you pick, you know, Rich and I both have six gear is 0.5. It's ridiculous. <laughs> 85 miles an hour in my car with a 370 gear is like 1,800 RPM. That's and with Rich's, he has like 350, 355 gears. It's like 17. It's like a high idle going down the road. And that's yeah. that's part of the reliability. If, if yeah. you're not turning engine RPM, you're making less heat, you have less cycles on the valve train, you get um, better gas mileage. I mean, yeah. Rich and I get similar mileage going down the road, pulling our trailers. And last time I weighed my trailer, it was about 1,500 pounds. I could probably 15, 16 miles of the gallon going 80, yeah. 85 down the highway. It's ridiculous. Well, and one thing I go back to a lot when you start talking about like li cars living, you know, James Doc McIntyre was talking about, you know, and they're obviously at the the ragged edge of NA performance, but, you know, they're talking like they're trying to figure out how many rotations of that engine is going to make, you know, and that would definitely help a lot with that. If you're, if you're on that edge of your tuning window, you know, tuning at 1800, which is at your car probably makes 800 foot pounds at 1800 RPM. So it'll pull just about anything you would need to. And dude, you're just cruising along. That's awesome. Well, what is crazy though, is there is a lot of load on the engine and yeah. transmission in fifth gear. I'm sorry, sixth gear going down the road because when it's super windy to maintain 75, 80 miles an hour, sometimes it's making a couple of pounds of boost. Like it's crazy. Yeah. Yep. Um, and sometimes it's a little happier in fifth gear. Um, <clears throat> but you know, it's, it's a balance. You just, you don't want to lug it for hours and hours and hours, yep. but when it's flat and it's not super windy or, or if you don't have a trailer on it, it's ridiculous. I mean, <laughs> I'll tell you, I can tell you that 2000 RPM, 2100 RPM is like a hundred miles an hour and it is so happy there. It's like, <laughs> It's like whatever. It's not straining. You're just like, it's quiet. You can talk to the guy next to you. It's just, it's pretty nice. That's awesome. Yeah, there's, there's no one with a, a like a turbo 400 and a gear vendor that's ever saying that, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, I think a gear vendor is what a 0.78 overdrive. Yeah, 
Yep. Yeah, I mean, that's about what our fifth gear is. I think it's a 0.84 or something like that. But uh, cool. yeah, it's, you know, it, it's, it takes a special kind of stupid to do this stick shift racing, <laughs> but it is fun. Well, and I tell Rich all the time too, I, I love like anytime there's like a stick shift class that's getting called to the lanes, I'm up there because there's there's violence that's going down. Yeah. When the yeah. stick shift cars are going, somebody is uh, either wheelie or they're bucking something or something's coming out of the bottom of somewhere. And it's, yeah. yeah, that's that's important to us. Yep, yep. And that would have been Rich and I plenty of times before we got some of this, you know, clutch slip and tire stuff you know rich is transitioning oh, yeah. to a radial um i am not quite there yet but we may try it again this summer because i'm doing some shock stuff matter of fact menser yeah. is shipping my shocks back now they just got revalved sweet because they're not they weren't stiff enough um and i handled the radial yep yep yeah because yep, i was getting maxed out on the rebound setting at like mm. 40 clicks and it still wasn't enough wow. so so they have revalved those and uh, probably going to put some shock sensors in it this season because uh, I've just Sweet. seen the the data that Rich can can look at for his car. I mean, let's just face it. Rich is my hero and my nemesis. So. <laughs> <laughs> All but at the same time. Typically, yeah. people's heroes run faster than them. It's weird. <laughs> it, it, is, it is weird. Yeah, I'm going to have to pick it up this year because uh, – He's doing some stuff to his car in addition to dropping weight where he's going to be able to add a lot more power. And that's, nice. that sounds like trouble to me. So I gotta, <laughs> yeah. we're going to have to step it up a little bit too. Nice. So, nice. yeah. Well, that's exciting. So we, we talked about the guys that are in the booth. So it's three of you guys running it. And then we talked about one of the goals. Is there anything else that, that you're, you're focused on? Do you want to, you want to do while you're there? Well, you guys were talking about some of the after hours stuff and I'll tell you what, I am not up on like, other than going to eat some dinner, which I do have to tell you, I made reservations months ago for oh, a steakhouse. Dude, we're talking about that. Old spaghetti yeah. factory. Like that was all that was left. Yeah. Um, that's where we so, went, wasn't it? What's yeah. that? The spaghetti factory. I think that's where we went last yep. year. It was yeah. delicious, man. Yeah. And the Airbnb, I, you know, I reserved that about probably eight months ago and it's nice. like three blocks from there. Oh, cool. And, you know, the hotels are so expensive. Um, yep. So just, just trying oh, to make that work, work a little better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm not really up on what's going on after hours. So talk to me. What other than the go-kart racing thing, what else is going on? That, yeah. That we so I know there's some stuff going on Friday night. Uh, Eric, there was somebody made a post on Facebook the other day about something got like a shop party or something like that at some shop that's close. Yeah. Like, Friday yeah. night. Yeah. Let me see if I can pull that up because yeah. I sent you that. Yeah, because um, that, that's really all I know that's going on. Like, that's probably the hardest part. Like, it's easy to find out stuff that's happening during the during the event, you know, but but afterwards, you know, now since we're racing, you know, the sick cart chaos, I mean, like, that's, that's what's going to take up our Thursday. Yeah. I got a message of monoxide guy. Your view of everything has just gone like this. We're, oh, yeah. we're going to go yeah. racing. That's all I can see. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I better get some. There's a K1 speed here. <laughs> I better get over there and get on some of those carts and get, <laughs> better get, and get my practice, shoulders yeah. ready. <laughs> and last year, we just ended up uh, running the scooters and then just riding yeah. those things around for a couple hours and <laughs> Oh yeah. Then we ended up trying to take them into PRI and we rode them in PRI for a few minutes before we got chased <laughs> out of PRI. 
Yeah, it was nice. a good time. Dave, David Maxson and the whole Maxson racing team were over there. Man, it was it was cool. It was like a I, how many people? Twelve or thirteen of us just cruising, man. In yeah, Boston. that's so, awesome. That's yeah, awesome. that's that's how we got back and forth. A lot of the times was just the uh, was the scooters. So it's pretty cool. So definitely download those apps. I think it's Bird and uh, something else. So uh, I highly recommend those. Yeah. Have you guys, are you aware, and I don't know if it's still active, but there was an app to hack the, um, those Lime scooters and they would go like 40 miles an hour. after they <laughs> oh, hacked dude, them. I'm in. Let's People figure out which one that, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. <clears throat> yeah. That's, I feel like Lime was cracking down on that pretty hard, but I really I like that. that idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we were trying to race them. Steven was doing wheelies on them. I mean, it was a, it was a whole thing. It was the only <laughs> downfall is they, in like uh, congested areas, they actually will kick it down so that you can't even barely stay on it. And when we were out, I mean, it was late at night. There was nobody around, but they set like perimeters in areas oh, where yeah. there's, you know, tends to be a lot of people. And then you're just like, oh, like and then the all of a sudden you get out of that zone and it takes off again. Yeah, yeah exactly. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. We got to figure out how to get around that. That's for sure. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Eric, did you find it by chance? No, I'm still looking. Uh, if you maybe, don't know, we send each other a lot of messages. Uh, <laughs> you, can't, you can't look in the messages of stuff. It's gonna. I think it'll probably be in our event stuff, but we'll uh, we'll invite you to it. But it's it's a shop party somewhere. Hold on. Yeah. And another thing to add for the, the folks coming to PRI for the first time, if you happen to be a machinist or have a machine shop then you have double trouble getting through because not only do you have the yellow hall, but you have the green hall with machinery row yeah, and the CNC machines. And the, these things are up and running. Like it's, I can't even imagine what their booth cost is for the power and everything, yeah. but right. Like you have I, so I, much I, to yeah. see. Like I'm not a machinist. Like I walk through, I'm like, Oh, that looks neat. What is that? Like, I have no idea. But if you're, if you understand all that stuff too. Yeah. Like, like three days okay. isn't enough. Yeah, the right. very first year that I went, um, I had no idea how big it was. I left here first thing in the morning, and it was it's a four-hour drive, but an hour time difference. And then I I didn't book a hotel or nothing. I just tried walking through the whole thing, and I was like, "This is insane! Like, it's it's crazy." <laughs> yeah, and then so, to get then to get in the car and drive back home, no way. Yeah, yeah, so, I did. I just got in my car and, and drove oh, wow. another four hours home. So I heard a statistic. I don't know what it is for PRI, but for SEMA, if you were to walk up and down every single aisle at SEMA, you would walk 28 miles. Like that's, oh, that's awesome. Now, PRI is not quite as big, but I bet you it's 18 to 20 miles. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, it's so it's so much. And that's literally if you just walk up and down. Yeah, that's it. You know, that, like there's there's nothing else. Yeah, uh, Rich says we have to go back to the Blue Bar one night. Oh, I think that's because he wants to see me rocking out to a really good band again. I got made fun <laughs> of. They were so good. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah. So so this here, uh, Marion County Fairgrounds uh, <clears throat> Event Center, Indianapolis. I don't know where that's at in relation to where we're gonna be. I'll you know what? It's just an Uber ride right away. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Just. <laughs> Yeah, somewhere in there. <laughs> We're in there somewhere. But Perfect. Uh, Perfect. this is kind of what we looked at the other day, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. So somewhere just to hang out. I don't know. I don't know what if we'll if we'll hit that or not. I don't know what kind of the plan is for, for Friday night, but 
we're open if people know what's going on and where, where everybody's going and things like that. I'm uh, we're definitely open for Friday night again. Thursday no. night we're going to be racing go karts. Now, what I want to know is at your booth, are you going to have the um, bottomless bowl of nachos? <laughs> we're gonna, something's going to be bottomless. It may be. <laughs> Because <laughs> I'll definitely be over there for that. I can tell you that. Right <laughs> <For Eric? now>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's not a bad idea. Uh, we've <clears> thought about, you know, what, what, you know, that's, that's like the hardest part, dude. Like that's half of our conversations of like, what do we do? How do, what, how do we draw people in? So. Well, oh, I have some ideas. I think the, the Hooters girls, they'll, they'll sideline oh. for you. Yeah. That'll bring them in. It'll be perfect. I yeah. think our budget's already tapped out though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. That's, that's might, the way there might be it. some other ones that you could bring in, and I don't you want those. Pay them a dollar at a time. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know if you saw my picture from last year of what happens after hours, but it was a. Uh, it's Mike posing up against one of the diesel trucks, and no, I hope nobody saw that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's going to be wild, man, and it's it's so funny because like for the folks that are coming for this is their first time, it's going to be a great year. There's more, I think there's more uh, people, you know, more vendor booths this year than there have been in the last like three or four. Obviously, nice. So, like, nice. you know, people are coming, they're ready. So, and like I said earlier, more than fifty thousand people in attendance. So that's yeah. that's so crazy. Like, yeah, that, that's such a huge number of people. It's yeah, yeah, it, it's. It's hard to walk through when there's that many people. Right. And then there's like, I don't know, um, I think like 60 or 80 people commented on my post today that they're going. So like there's going to be race car friends everywhere. Every well, time you go to do anything, you're going to see some. Well, there's some of my friends from race week and stuff that we always go together. They, they stayed at my house and stuff. They've never been, and this is their first year. I'm like, what? Oh, wow. Come like, on, dude! You better leave your wallet at home and your credit cards because you're gonna have a massive problem. <laughs> oh, I mean, and that's that's probably the hardest part is like everything is new and shiny. Like everything is the newest of, of <clears throat> new parts. Like if you're trying to build something, this is the spot to go and like see that new turbo, see that new uh, pro charger. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Scooter yeah, racing, planning, I'm in. yeah. And we're planning to have a show special. Um, mm. I haven't decided exactly what it is. We're not going to be selling units at the show because there were Can't some huge tax forms and a whole bunch of other stuff we had to mm. fill out for Indiana and everything. But we're going to have a code that people can use from the show to get a show discount to order after. So, Good idea. Eric, we yeah. probably need to get on some of that too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there you go. That's cool. Well, man, I want to say thank you for coming on tonight. I mean, dude – it's going to be cool hanging out, even though we're going to see each other. I, did we see, we saw each other last year. I saw you and Rich for like 32 seconds and you yeah. guys were headed to do something. And then I never saw you again. So well, it's because you're so popular. See, Everybody uh, was like, you're shiny, <laughs> shiny. Woo. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, I have, I have real bad ADHD <laughs> in these places. I'm like, Oh man. Oh, look yeah. at those people. I haven't seen that yet. You yeah. need to get a refill on your beta blockers before next week. <laughs> yeah yeah for sure that's right well dude good luck i know you're gonna need it we're gonna need it uh everybody's gonna have fun i hope one of you guys can break away and come to the dragon drive award show that that thursday morning at 11 a.m yep. and uh, if not we'll definitely come over and we'll see you sometime during the event i mean obviously we're gonna make our way over to see you and hang out 
And yeah. obviously the plan is to, while we're there, run a quick live stream possibly and Ooh, talk to you and show, show some stuff and, you know, all the things. I mean, all the folks that watch this already know we adore you guys and uh, love your stuff. So now, now we'll be able to show it in person. Like we'll have Eric kick it on the floor and, and do all the stuff. So that we can awesome. make sure what to do. Well, yeah. thank you so much. Thanks for having me. I really, yeah, dude. I, I'm flattered to be on here. So thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, man. We, we appreciate it. All right. We're, we're putting you backstage. We'll see you next week. Yeah, we'll see you. Right. See you guys. How cool, man. I'm telling you, that guy is awesome. If you don't know, um, huge, huge fan of his for sure. I mean, all the stuff he does is, is top notch. And him and I've had a lot of conversations. There was a, a moment last year where I was looking at purchasing a business and he was helping me through a lot of that. I mean, obviously that didn't happen. Uh, and really, it's funny. This is probably more info than anybody needs for the Dragon Drive show. But the reason I was going to purchase that was to be able to do this full time and not have a full time job. So hey, glad look where we're at now. Yeah, I was going to say glad that that didn't necessarily happen the way it was going to go down. And uh, here we are. You know, it's, it's been pretty crazy. I well, tell you yeah. what, every time every time we have Rich or, or Bill on here, it really makes me want to just go drive the 240 and like turn that into my race car. Like <laughs> they, they really yes. are so much fun to drive. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like, you know, I drive the Mustang around town a couple of times, but it's just not the, it's not the same as just going out and banging gears. It's well, and again, a fun car is what typically is, is the best spend of your money, a fun yeah. car. And once you go past that level of fun, it really becomes maintenance and work and a problem. Yeah. You, you don't want to work on it. Or when you do, it's, you know, cubic dollars compared to, I mean, you have, you know, a, what 400 horsepower LS and a T56 in yeah. the, the Nissan. It's it's a ton of fun to drive. It will run with most anything that you're going to come across on the road, and and you you're in a way cooler car than a, a late model something, you know. Yeah, but it's like an eighth of the power of these guys' car. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, it's certainly 25 percent of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those guys definitely have the uh, have the next level of of stuff in that. Well, guys, we've had a crazy show again. I can't express enough please come see us at pri please if we are not there take pictures with the folks that are there take pictures with the banner in the back the the banner behind me is what you'll actually see in the booth i picked it up today dude it's eight feet long by five feet tall like yes it is gigantic my my 13 year old can't stand and hold it up for me so uh, (laughs) i'm going to put all that together tomorrow stand it up, get pictures, make sure I understand how all that stuff works. So we're not trying to figure it out at the show. And dude, we're going to go ham. I don't think people understand how much they're going to get from us. Cause the one thing about us being there is the gloves are off. We don't have to worry about work. We don't have to worry about keeping up with anything else, you know, necessarily like not drag and drive related, but we're not, I'm not putting together lists there. They're already done for 2023 right. by the time I get there. Like it's time to show out, take pictures, show people that are at home what is available at PRI. And then again, just literally walk around and talk to, can, can we talk to 20,000 of the 50,000 people that are going to be there? You know, can, can yeah. we do that? Can we say hi? Can we, you know, have people come by the booth and, and just hang out? And I was thinking, dude, 100 should be gone in the, you know, 100 of the specialty decals should be gone, I would think, 30 minutes or an hour surely yeah, I, 30 minutes I, or an hour i have Did, no idea come but up I, with some like code word like they gotta ask us for this you know right I mean? right maybe 
And you know, the best thing is, is we're going to learn a lot this year for future years. You know, we ordered 300 stickers, you know, next year, are we going to have to order 3000 stickers? You know, you know, flyers we ordered, I don't remember what we ordered 500. Are we going to need 3000 flyers? Like it's, it's, we're going to learn a lot and it's, it's just going to be fun. Yeah. It's, it's going to be really crazy to, you know, dive off into this. And this is really the beginning of a lot of really cool things that are coming because of cool things that have happened already. You know, like we're, yeah. we're going to be, just like I said, this is going to be a learning experience that we're going to have big, deep, long notes made from. So, uh, yeah, beeline to the, yeah, be, <laughs> NHRA stocks is beelining from the opening breakfast to, uh, to here to get your, yeah. uh, to get your decal. And I don't know, are we going to skip that? I, I don't know. I, I'm I'm not going to go to it because I want to be able to get inside and I want to get pictures that I can come home and edit and, and post yeah. later. So come I'll have, <laughs> wait, <laughs> Eric should be in the back of the booth, just editing pictures. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know if you've seen my schedule here lately, but uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're going to be pretty busy from, from morning until go-karts. There's, there's not much time in there. Yeah, thir- Thursday is definitely going to be crazy for us. Like, we're going to be yeah. at the booth, I think, two and a half hours all day. Yeah, and I apologize to anybody that's on my social media that isn't one of my race car friends, because that's all you're going to see. Like, there oh. there will be nothing else. Yeah, yeah, th- this is, it's really about us coming out and just taking Dragon Drive Addiction to the next level. I mean, that's that's the entire reason we are going to PRI is to just absolutely light the world up and, you know, West Bucks has preached the gospel, you know, but I mean, that's what we're doing. We're coming here to, to indoctrin, indoctrinate a lot of folks. And uh, again, like I said earlier, there's just been a lot of moments where people are like, what is, what is a drag and drive? I don't even know what right. it is. They know drag, but they don't even know what it is. So like, imagine those folks and we're getting to open their eyes to all that. So, right. And that was one of the reasons why we put that on the flyer. Like it's yeah. when we hand somebody a flyer, they're going to look at it and that's exactly what it's going to say. So when they yeah. walk away, they're going to know what a drag and drive is and they're going to know who drag and drive addiction is. Yep. Yep. And again, guys, if you follow us, <clears throat> excuse me, if you follow us on Facebook, we've set up Facebook events for all of the times that people will be in the booths. Our goal is to go live through that event, but at least that event would update you 30 minutes ahead of time. Uh, actually, you know, I probably need to do that on StreamYard that may be a better way to go about that. And then that way we can just sign into the stream yard and it would up, it would immediately update everybody. I'm going to set that up tomorrow. That yeah. way everybody can, can have that. So you'll see all those events come back up, but it'll be easier on Eric and I's end to keep everybody updated. So, all right, yeah. guys, that's it for the show tonight. We're back Saturday morning for the dragon drive news. I'm back Saturday morning for dragon drive news. Eric is not going to be here. He has a, a family trip right before PRI. Thank yeah. It's not during that weekend. So um, you've got a busy next 10 days or next seven days, as well as getting yes. ready for the PRI show. So, yep, but not, so not a lot of, that. not a lot of time at home, but uh, the time that I'm going to be home is going to be spent preparing and getting yep. everything ready that I need to bring to the show. So I've got, I've got notes here of things so that I don't forget this or that. So. Um, one thing we do need to talk about after this is you, because I have Lightroom on my 
on my computer. I wonder if you could edit some on the computer. I don't know. We'll yep. figure it out from there. That's uh, that's behind the scenes stuff. Nobody on here cares about guys. Thank you so much again. Yep. Thank you to our race car friends. Thank you out there for doing that. Thank you for all the shares during this. Thank you for the comments in the chat. I mean, almost a hundred comments this, this week in the chat, yep. which is awesome. And uh, I just want to say thanks to our sponsors, Summit Racing, Molly Motorsports, Howard's Cam, Sweet Patina and Racing Junk. And hopefully after PRI, we get to add a few more names to that list. And uh, I'm excited. So, all right, guys, I will see you on Saturday. Bye. And I will see you guys at PRI. Sweet.